This game sucks. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Internet Exposition. I'm your host, Kevin Emery. Uh, today, uh, if you haven't been listening to the podcast the last few episodes, I'll try to recap real quickly. I'm pulling away from the standard format of the show, and I'm doing each episode, I'm doing kind of a paying homage or doing a shout out, if you will. Um, so each episode, like I said, uh, so I did, um, previous ones were Skater Baker 25, Make Me Bad 35, Christian Beatles, uh, Ed Bassmaster, Smosh, uh, Rhett and Link, and the old YouTube show, Is It a Good Idea to Microwave This? And, um, so if you want to listen to all those and me kind of talk about my history and how I discovered those channels and how they ultimately led me to where I am today, um, then you can go listen to those as well. Um, but this episode, we're going to talk about the channel Cinemassacre. And uh, most of you may know this channel as like the AVGN channel or the Angry Video Game Nerd uh, channel. Um, that's kind of how it started. This channel actually you originally was called James Nintendo Nerd because that's the name of the... James Rolfe is the name of the guy that owns the channel. And... Um, he also has a website, Cinemassacre.com, but Cinemassacre is like his uh, brand, I guess his production company, I think is supposed to be the name of his production company. Uh, he's been doing videos for many, many years. Um, he started out as uh, a movie, making movies pretty much since he was a little kid. He even has a whole documentary about it on his YouTube channel. You can check that out as well. I think it's like his... 200th uh, movie or something where he just essentially made a documentary of him talking about of how he you know got into YouTube and started making movies and everything and um, so that's how he started and um, you know way back in like the 80s and early 90s and stuff and then finally he started making movies he also started making movies as an adult as well not finally he started making movies. he continued to make movies as an adult i don't know what i'm talking about um and they finally made this little short film um called the nintendo nerd i i don't know exactly what the title of it was i think he called it the nintendo nerd or the just the nerd or the something you know like that, and he made a, like like I said, a little short film out of it, and he put, you know, recorded it, had it on a VHS tape, it mostly showed to his friends, and it was supposed to be like, a, he played this joke character where he played someone that's obsessed with Nintendo and old Nintendo games, and um, so, and he talks about how much he hates uh, this video game called Simon's Quest, and uh, Castlevania 2, essentially, a really old video, uh, Nintendo video game he rants on about it and he decided he wanted to make a sequel to it and it because his, his friends you know thought it was really funny so so he made a sequel another short film called uh you know i guess part two or you know essentially he does a review of dr dr jekyll and mr hyde an old nes uh video game as well where he talks about how bad the game is and um, then finally, I think it was like a year later or something like that, because uh, I think he made the first one in like 2004 or something like that. And then he made the second one like a year later in 2005. And he, um, I don't remember if he said he uploaded the first two to YouTube first and then he decided to make a third one 
or if he made the third one and then decided to just upload all three of them. I'm not sure which order it came in. I think he um, made the third one and then uploaded all three of them to YouTube for, you know, more general audience to be able to watch them as well. But he never intended on making it to be a show, The Angry Video Game Nerd. He actually, they were just short films, like I said, that he made. Um, so he made a third one to kind of complete the trilogy off um, called, called the, you know, and he, he reviewed the Karate Kid, an old Nintendo game. And um, and that was supposed to be the trilogy, but then his friend Mike Matei um, told him that he should really continue on and continue to do reviews and kind of make a show out of it because he was like, it, it's really funny and I think people would really like it if you continued on. So in a way, if it wasn't for him, you know, if it wasn't for his friend Mike, you know, he may have, Angry Video Game Nerd show may have never existed and it's still going on today. It's one of those really old shows that started a long time ago back in the early days of YouTube and it's still going on. And um, but yeah, he made the first one two thousand four, second one two thousand five, and then the third one two thousand six. I believe he just made the third one and then uploaded all three of them to YouTube. And then so he continued on because of the encouragement of his friend, and um, he started doing a review series. Kind of turned it from a short film trilogy into like a, a show, essentially, kind of like a TV show. And um, where each episode he reviews a different uh, episode. He did like Who Framed Robbed Your Rabbit, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Back to the Future, McKids, uh, Wally Bear and the No Gang. And I've seen every single one of these episodes. I've literally watched every single episode of AVGN multiple times. And, uh, and I'll get into a minute how I kind of discovered, um, you know, Cinemaxker's channel back when it used to be called James Nintendo Nerd. Uh, and then there was Master Chu and the Drunkard. He, that's when he introduced uh, a Shit Pickle. And uh, Double Dragon 3. And then he... Uh, did Friday the 13th, the video game. And this one was a really uh, entertaining episode. He always goes really far out on his Halloween episodes because he's a big fan of horror movies. And um, so he always kind of makes like these little horror episodes um, type things. So he had, uh, I I don't know if it was his, a friend of his that was wearing the Jason Voorhees costume or if it was himself and he was just cutting back and forth between the two. I'm not sure. I can't remember. He mentioned it in a documentary at one point, but I, or a uh, interview or something like that at one point. I think someone else was wearing it, but I can't remember. And um, anyway, and so he also did a Nightmare on Elm Street. Then he did the Power Glove classic episode, chronologically confused um, about sequel titles. Um, this is where he uh, did random video games where he was talking about sequels that didn't really make any sense to t the sequel titles. And this is the first time you ever see the uh, AVGN actually talk about something else besides video games. He actually starts talking about movies in the uh, show, which he never, I don't think he ever really does anymore. He might uh, like do something that is kind of like, where he he's obviously referencing a movie, but he's not. I don't. As far as I know, AV, his AVGN show, he never actually directly reviews movies or mentions movies in any way. But in the early days, like I said, when he the character was kind of still back when it was called the Nintendo Nerd uh, character was kind of still in development, you know, so to speak. Um, he kind of dabbled into other things besides just video games all the time. It's kind of interesting to go back and watch some of these old episodes. Then he did Bible games, the very first Bible games. He wanted up. 
up doing like three of those, I think, for his Christmas episode. And um, and then this is also when he launched his show, You Know What's Bullshit, um, you know, when he started with DVD packaging. It's actually probably one of my favorite episodes. Some of the stuff he mentions, I don't know if I fully agree with everything he talks about, like what he considers to be BS, but um, there are some things it's like, yeah, I totally agree, and I find it hilarious that, you know, he talks about some of the stuff. Um, and then he, let's see, he finished, I think, the Angry Video Game Nerd Bible Games uh, finished up season one, and he decided he was going to do a season two. And so in between season one and season two, he just started uploading, like, uh, different things. And like I said, that's when he launched the You Know What's BS show, and, uh, you know, uh, and he also did, like, little quick reviews of different things and stuff like that. Uh, and he also, that's when he also did the Cinemassacre 200, uh, his uh, 200th movie, essentially. Um, I don't know if that counts the first three AVGN episodes, if he still considers those to be movies or not. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. But um, he released an episode of something... That was um, that caught the attention of uh, GameTrailers.com. Uh, I can't remember what episode it is. I think it was the uh, the one where he v- reviews the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, movies. He reviews their movies, and that was like the episode that kind of caught the attention of GameTrailers.com, and he wound up signing a contract with them. Um, and then he started doing the, um, show on GameTrailers.com, and this was actually a thing that other YouTubers did as well. Um, back, back in the day, other websites were actually trying to compete with YouTube. Now, all the websites just kind of go to YouTube because they saw that just the powerhouse that YouTube was after so many years. But back in the day, there actually was a little bit of competition against YouTube, and game trailers was one of them where they had all this video game content and certain and they would make a contract where they were able to pay the person like a salary essentially to make videos for their website and they made videos for them directly and instead of using like an ad revenue program like YouTube ultimately got into especially once Google bought them um they actually uh, just made their own money and then just paid a salary to the, like I said, the the video creator. And James Roth was one of those with his angry video game nerd show. And um, so he signed a contract with them, and there's a few others too. There, I think it was the game theorist that also signed one with him, and he would upload videos. And but the the rule during that time is I don't think he was allowed to upload the videos on any other platform, including YouTube, for like two years or something like that. And so he, for a while there, you had to wait a while before you actually saw the uh, episodes of AVGN, and I didn't even realize that he was uploading on another, because I, I actually, at this point, I don't even know who AVGN even was, and uh, <laughs> I didn't discover him until a little while later, but we'll get into that in just a minute, but, um, but he was uploading other content to kind of hold people over, like I said, and then finally, after it had been two years, he um, started uploading his older episodes on YouTube because he was allowed to uh, contract-wise. And But if you wanted to see his newer content, you had to go to GameTrailers.com. But then ultimately that changed. I've, as far as I know, he still has a contract with GameTrailers.com. 
but that um, it they allow him to upload, you know, to YouTube directly. It's just they, I think he, they work together somehow. I can't remember how it all, I don't know exactly how it all works out, but somehow he still gets paid through them or has a contract through them in some form or another. Um, maybe they promote him in some way. And, um, but yeah, he continued on. So how exactly did I discover, um, you know, Cinemassacre's channel? Um, I watched another YouTuber that I'm also going to mention on this podcast series that I'm doing, but I'll mention him on another episode, like I said. But anyway, uh, on one of his videos, he mentioned, he was just like, um, he was reviewing a lot of different, uh, doing a ranking of a bunch of 3D platformers that he loved. And one of the ones he mentioned was a Bugs Bunny Lost in Time, uh, I believe is the name of the game, uh, 3D platformer. And he mentioned Angry Video Game Nerd. And uh, because I think an Angry Video Game Nerd mentioned in one of his videos, I can't remember which one it was, that he considered all, um, he kind of insinuated that all Looney Tune games suck, essentially. And he was just like, and yes, I know all you AVGN fanboys uh, would love to, um, you know, think that all uh, think that all uh, Looney Tune games suck because of what he said in his video. I can't remember exactly how he worded it, and um, and I was like, AVGN, who the heck is that? And so I, you know, but he had a little picture of him on there, and I was just like, who's this guy? So I looked him up. I just typed in AVGN, and lo and behold, he popped up. And I, the first video I watched was Bugs. And I was just like, well, what video is it? What Looney Tunes game is he talking about? You know, I don't know. So I topped in. Uh, so I found Bugs Bunny birthday blowout video. And now this video was already kind of old by the time I discovered it. Because like I said, I didn't discover Cinemasker until like 2012 or something like that. I had never heard of him. And he's been around on YouTube. Technically, he predates YouTube. Because like I said, he was making movies and videos before YouTube. And, um, but... You know, he also started in the early days of YouTube as well. And I had never even heard of him. <laughs> and uh, so it's kind of funny. And I think James Rolfe actually mentioned later on, um, I don't know if it was in an interview or just a side video or whatever, but he mentioned later on his show was pretty popular in the early days of YouTube, but it wasn't like as super popular as some other YouTube shows where he, he said part of the reason was because of the fact that most of his content was on GameTrailers.com and not actually on YouTube. But he said uh, in 2012 that changed. He said his content started to get more, way more popular in 2012, which is ironically when I found him. Um, and he said it just got popular when YouTube got more popular. And I was like, yeah, YouTube did get more popular in 2012, but I think it's more to it than that. I think it could be because YouTube got more popular and so his channel got more popular. It also could be because that was around the time his contract changed with GameTrailers.com to where he was then at that point allowed to upload right away on YouTube. Another thing to think about is in 2012 was when the big shift on YouTube happened, and that's when more and more people started doing video game content. Now, there was already video game content before that, but on in 2012, video game content on YouTube got extremely popular, and it's still popular even to this day. There's so many, game, so many freaking gaming channels on YouTube, it's not even funny. Yeah. 
And since he's a gaming channel, even in spite of the fact that he reviews older video games, it's still a gaming channel, and I'm sure it catches the attention of a lot of people that want to watch gaming content. And I'm sure that's that's probably another reason why it got so popular in uh, right around 2012 that he talked about. And um, so, yeah, um, that's another thing to think about. Like I said, a lot of people don't realize that, that YouTube got, that uh, gaming content just got explosively popular, like I said, in 2012. So that's how I discovered Cinemassacre's channel, though, was through that video, and then I started watching some of his other AVGN videos. I will admit, though, I gotta confess something, that when I first started watching his channel, the only thing I really liked was his AVGN show, The Angry Video Game Nerd. And really, to be honest, it was really only specific episodes I rewatched. I never really watched that you know, all of them or a large portion of them. I had specific ones that I liked, and those were the ones I rewatched. And I got to admit, you know, that I didn't really find his other content very entertaining. I didn't really get it. I didn't find it that funny. I thought his channel was a little bit too random for me, and it was like all over the place, I thought, at the time. I was just like, well, he's got this, you know, get channel about this really popular show, you know, that he does, Angry Video Game Nerd, but he also does movie reviews. I'm like, and he also throws in other stuff. And I'm like, why is he doing all this? Why doesn't he just stick to Angry Video Game I just didn't get it, you know, and because uh, I didn't know what I was talking about back then. And but that changed a little bit in 2013 slash 14. I started, in 2013, I started getting into a lot more of his angry video game nerd videos. Like, I got to the point where I went back and started uh, binge-watching all of all of his episodes up to the main one. So, at that point, I had finally, I think by the end of that year, I'd finally seen every single episode of Angry Video Game Nerd up till that point. And that still remains to be the truth today, because I always keep up with the show. I love, I still love Anger Video Game Nerd show. It's not the same thing as like Good Mythical Morning to me. Anger Video Game Nerd to me is still fun to watch, and I've watched it, you know, back since 2012. Even though I haven't been around since the beginning of the show, I still love the show, and I feel like I'm a long-term fan because um, I've been watching it for almost 10 years now. And it's crazy to think that the show's still going, but I still, in around that time, I still just didn't find his other content to be all that entertaining or interesting to me, I gotta admit. And But that changed a little bit a couple years later. I think it was 2015, 16, um, I started um, watching a couple of his other videos. I started, I watched like the, the game, the board James and uh, James and Mike Mondays and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and slowly begin to branch out and the no, you know, what's BS show and uh, just begin to branch out more and more and more. And, um, even started watching some of the videos that don't even feature James, you know, like, you know, I've watched, uh, the, uh, Mike Matei's little videos where he talks about game glitches and games, tip tips and tricks kind of games. And that was, uh, those were really fun to watch. And I just, I slowly begin to just fall in love with the entire entirety of the channel. To me, I begin to realize when I watched his other videos, his channel feels like, Cinemasker's channel kind of feels like a really 
old if you're really young you may not know what i'm talking about but like back when i was a kid i used to do this thing where i never was a huge television fan i just never really sat around all day long watching television that just was not my thing i had a wild imagination when i was a kid and i just had much more fun like playing outside and using my imagination or playing in my room and um you you know playing with toys and stuff where I get to kind of fuel my imagination to me that was just much more fun when I was a kid and that still kind of remains true when as an adult I love movies I love uh, you know watching streaming services and I love watching YouTube I love all that stuff but at the end of the day I actually kind of have more fun coming up with my own creative ideas and YouTube and these podcasts kind of allow me to do that and um I don't remember where I was going with that. Let's see. I said, <laughs> how did I get way off on that? Oh, yeah. I was talking about television. It took me a second to remember. I was talking about television. Uh, when I was a kid, I never was the biggest fan of just sitting around watching TV all day. And... um but when I hit, when I was like a preteen or something like that, I went through this phase where I lo- I loved to stay up really late at night after everybody went to bed, or most of everybody, and I would go in the kitchen, you know, get a snack and get a drink and all that good stuff, and I would sit in front of the TV and watch these uh channels like I would flip to the channels and try to find this really strange content that like no one would ever really want to watch you know I never really found the popular stuff on TV to be all that funny like I never really could get into reality TV when it got really popular I never was I mean I liked like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and all that stuff but as a whole I never really found like really even as I got older and became an older teenager I never found like really popular TV shows in general to be all that entertaining or funny I just that that just was never my thing but I liked watching all these strange uh, channels on uh, late at night they would show like sometimes it would be really old tv shows sometimes they would be someone sitting there doing some kind of interview or something like stuff most people would consider to be boring but yet i found it entertaining and when i watch through his like if you ever just binge watch all of uh cinemassacre's videos and just watch through them not even just the avg and stuff but you know those plus everything else it feels like a um it actually feels like a television channel, like one of those really old television channels where they're like doing, they have these quirky TV shows on there and then they got video games on there and movies on there. And it's just like a little bit of everything and people doing interviews and stuff like that. That's, it feels that way when you watch it. It actually feels like a TV channel when you watch it that has a variety of amount of content. And it actually makes sense that it's like that. I always wondered, you know, until that point, I noticed that, you know, Cinemassacre's channel, you know, he kind of throws it all on one channel. A lot of YouTubers don't do that. Um, you know, even to this day, a lot of YouTubers will create separate channels because I guess they figure, why not? They're free to make, you know, and you can keep your content separated. Makes sense, right? And even myself, I have done that in the past, and I still continue to do that. I have, like, my main channel, and I have my gaming channel. But um, I, you know, but everybody always wants to separate their content. Like, they'll have their main channel with, like, their skits or whatever, or maybe it's a vlogging channel, and then they'll also have a gaming channel. Or they'll have their comedy channel and then their vlogging channels, their secondary channel or whatever. But, you know, with him, it's like he just kind of throws it all on one channel. Now, he does have his um, Cinemassacre Plays channel, but it's 
kind of essentially the same thing, really. I'm not sure if he created it for a different purpose back then, um, and then it just kind of ultimately became the same kind of channel. But for the most part, he just kind of throws everything on his one channel, and I find that very interesting, but it makes sense when you think about it. It's just like these YouTube... Think about what your profile is called on YouTube. It's called a channel, right? And it's supposed to feel like on a channel, there's usually, on a television channel, there's usually multiple types of content on there. It's not like they're showing the same show over and over again. You know, <laughs> they're not sitting there going, you know, you're not going to get a 24 hour marathon every single day. Now, there are sometimes channels will do that, but you're not going to be like flip on Nickelodeon and then get a 24 hour, 24 7 marathon of SpongeBob, although they do a lot of show a lot of SpongeBob on uh, Nickelodeon, but you're not going to only see SpongeBob on there, you know, or that would be like if, oh, like, okay, do I want to watch Nickelodeon where they only show SpongeBob or do I want to watch, uh, you know, Cartoon Network where they only show, uh, you know, Adventure Time or do I want to watch, you know, USA TV where they only show, uh, you know, some, I'm trying to think of some really old show that used to come on there, like Judging Amy or something. <laughs> did, did Judging Amy come on there? I can't remember. Or do I want to flip it over to the CW where they only show, uh, you know, whose line is it anyway? You know, you kind of get the concept. But it's not like that on TV. And it's kind of like he does it this way to where it kind of feels like a, an actual television. All his videos kind of have the same atmosphere to them but they have a variety of different types of content. And I like that about his channel. I think it's interesting that they do that. Like I said, I, I feel like more YouTubers could, should kind of do that. The only problem with this system is it makes it a little confusing when people click on your channel because then they're, they like might watch a video that they like and then they click on your channel and then they're like, okay, what the heck do I watch? You know, but for some reason, it seems to work for Cinemassacre's channel. It just, everything flows so well and it connects, even in spite of the fact that it's different content, it still connects really well. And I don't know what the magic ingredients are, but I would love to know them, uh, you know. But anyway, I've kind of ranted a little bit, but he has a lot of different content on here. Um, if you don't know who Cinemassacre is, you can go check out his channel. Um, you know, like I said, he has the angry video game nerd, of course, is this well, most well-known thing, but he has lots of other stuff besides just AVG. And he, like I said, reviews uh, movies. Sometimes he'll even review a modern day video game. Uh, you know, his, his real passion is movies. He loves movies, but he also likes video games too. And, um, yeah, he has lots of content. So go to, I'll leave a link in the description below on the, the, uh, podcast catcher description there. Um, and make sure to check out his channel. Also, if you want to check out my channel, um, I have a YouTube channel as well. Like I mentioned, it's just a uh, link. will be in the description as well. It's just my name, Kevin Emery. I have, um, all kinds of videos on there, like challenge videos. Sometimes I'll do skip videos and, uh, up upload some of my podcasts are on there as well. Speaking of which, I also have another podcast called uh, It's a Jack and Daxter Podcast. If you like video games or the Jack and Daxter series it's from the PlayStation 2, um, you can check out that as well. It's called Eco Power, E-C-O Power. I'll leave a link in the description for that one as well. Um, and also, if you would like to get a hold of me and DM me, you can do so on Instagram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me uh, because I'm on Instagram all the time. And uh, if you... Message me on there. I will most likely see it pretty quickly because, like I said, with maybe a few exceptions because um, it's a um, 
like I said, I'm on there all the time. And I think that's it for today's episode. So if you hopefully you enjoyed it, uh, this is Internet Exposition. I am Kevin Emery, and I'm out. <laughs>